Hello, everyone. Welcome to 2024. Happy, happy start to this new year. I hope everyone had a great New Year's Eve and has eased their way into the new year. I definitely feel like it is difficult to become a functioning member of society again this week. But here we are with a solo episode and my updates and what's been going on the last couple weeks and some of the things that I have learned and noodled on that I think I would like to share with you all. So let's just get right into it. Hi, hello, hey, and welcome to my tent, a place to hear life experiences, different opinions, a range of journeys, and a viewpoint different than our own place to challenge our own thoughts, a space to learn a little bit, and I promise some fun along the way. I believe we're better when we let a range of people into our tents, so welcome to mine. Hello, tenties. Happy 2024. I'm super excited to be here on the first episode of this year. This podcast was launched last year, if my timing is correct. So this is the second year of the podcast, even though it hasn't been around for a year yet. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Anyway, hi, hello. And I definitely want to chat about the holidays and some of the stuff that was going on in our world over the past few weeks. We obviously had Christmas, Christmas Eve, the week between Christmas and New Year's. We had New Year's Eve, all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like there is so much pressure and so much attention put on these holidays, especially as a parent, where I feel like this immense pressure to create joy for people is just exacerbated. And I was talking to so many people this year that I I don't know if it's just a unusually brutal year of sickness, but we were not spared illness in this house over the past couple of weeks. And I feel like so many people I talked to had their holiday plans altered or adjusted or canceled because they were sick or family members were sick or just so much was going on. And that was definitely the case for us. I feel like the entire house was alternating who was sick over the past 10 days. And it made it really challenging to accomplish the things that we said we were going to accomplish. And uh, I felt kind of awful about that for a little bit. But, you know, we were doing our best. And we had the entire week off this prior week with Ronan. And I feel like I had so many high hopes to do so many things and go to the zoo and do all these activities. And every single day, one of us was still sick. And it was (laughs) very challenging to leave the house essentially. So the one thing that I really had to remind myself of is I had to level set my expectations because when there's a lot of moving moving parts, it's not always going to go exactly according to plan and that is okay. And so much of last week I still think was amazing because we got so much time to hang out and go on walks. And if you're following along on the bird saga, Ronan is obsessed with birds. I don't know why. And uh, we go bird hunting outside and we've done a lot of cuddling on the couch and we still had a lot of us time, but 
I had this whole grandiose idea in my head over what we would do over that week. And just none of it actually happened because everyone was sick. And from what I am hearing from a lot of you, a lot of you were also ill and your plans went completely sideways. So there's that. For New Year's Eve, we had my brother and his wife and their two girls over and we decided to celebrate an East Coast timeline New Year's Eve. So it was 10 p.m. here when the ball dropped and we did the whole Happy New Year thing. And then all of us got to go to bed because we are tired and (laughs) I can't hang anymore, even though my youth was a very different story. And New Year's Eve used to be such a thing. We would go out until all hours of the night and I would be hungover for like weeks, um, which is why I don't really drink anymore. I will probably do a whole episode on my relationship with drinking. I am not sober because I will still enjoy a, a nice glass of wine here or there. And I do um, take edibles and whatnot. It's legal here and it's not even that big of a deal. And I don't even really take big ones. I mean, like what I take as an edible, I'm far less impaired than I would even if I had a single drink, but that's not the point. I feel like they're so mainstream now. It's not even a thing, but that's why I will never say that I'm sober, but I really have cut back drastically on my drinking over the past, well, I would say like four years because I feel like such trash the next day. It's just not worth it for me. And I feel like my body revolts against it now. So I didn't drink on New Year's Eve, but I did have some plant libations and then I woke up not hungover, which was glorious, but that's kind of a, I can probably make a whole episode about that eventually. Um, that was, sorry, that was tangent. Shocking to know when I went on a tangent. Anyway, we had that for New Year's Eve, which was really great. And it was really fun just to be on the same page with my brother and his family. Like, hey, we're going to celebrate at 10, right? So we can all be asleep. And that we did. And then here we are back right into the work week. Luckily, I did not schedule myself to be too crazy today. This is, yes, Tuesday the 2nd. So this comes out tomorrow. I didn't schedule anything wacky today because I knew that my brain will be very low functioning. So alas, here we are. I also want to mention that January is just a very weird month for me. In general, I feel like I've always had a tough time in January where I I'm a true firm believer because of how I feel in my body of seasonal depression where January is a cold and dark month. It's a little bit better here because it's it warms up during the day, but it's still frequently dark out at seven in the morning and it's dark early and it's chilly and I kind of feel a little sad, I think, coming off holidays sometimes and in particular, in the past couple of years, January has just added a new layer of challenge for me because of uh, my de- of pop of my my stepdad pop. Um, in 2020, he died on January 20th, and then his birthday was January 28th. So we had this double whammy of him dying, and then his birthday. And then his funeral wasn't until February. And so then we had this weird limbo thing. I have an entire episode about grief. It's one of my first episodes if you want kind of a deeper dive on what that looked like for me. Um, But it just, just January is a tough month for me. And I'm aware of it. So I do try to do things that keep me moving and keep me grounded. But I also really give myself permission this month to 
start slow, which is like the opposite of what we are told to do. We're told to like rush into things and make all these changes and make all these goals. But I don't believe in that in general. Um, I have a whole episode on that as well. But especially for me, where I just know January is a hard month for me. I give myself permission to take it as it comes. And it's sort of the same thing with level setting my expectations around the holidays. Like I have to level set my expectations around myself for the next few weeks because we have the lead up to these days and then we have the days themselves and then this weird like period in between the two. And it is it it is just a very odd time. And I feel like if you've lost someone very close to you or if you've also lost a parent, you may know kind of what this feels like. And for us, at least, I think it was a really hard month in general as well, because we knew my dad was sick and we knew he was going to die eventually. And we had that whole like start to January thing, like not really knowing when it was going to happen and things kind of turned fast. And um, I've talked to a lot of people about death and grief over the past few years, especially since losing my dad. But um it's for for me, it's sort of this like death and winter connection. Like winter is a season of death. If we actually think about it, the trees are dying, the leaves are dying, you know, and then there's rebirth in the spring. Um, and, and it kind of is just, is it amplified this time of year for me uh, as it's dark and cold and there's all these things happening that I, I have to work through every year. So that's kind of what happens in January for me. Maybe that is a complete Debbie Downer and such a doozy of a thing to hear. But if you're also sort of in this weird season, like give yourself permission to like almost embrace the hibernation rather than really forcing yourself forward, like be gentle with yourself and kind to yourself because that's pretty much all we can really do. Um, so that's what happens in January for me. Fun stuff. I know. But I will also talk about some other things that have happened over the past few weeks that I've just found really interesting because it makes me extremely appreciative of all of the work that I have put in over the past few years to heal my relationship with myself and my body and food and exercise. Um, Because the other day I went to get on the Peloton and realized that I had lost my streak. And to some of you, you may think that this is just like the silliest thing ever. But for 206 weeks straight, I did something at least once a week on the Peloton. And to me, like it just the streak kept going because I just so happened to be able to fit something into my life once a week for 206 weeks. And sometimes it was four times, sometimes it was one, especially early days postpartum. It was a lot of the meditations that I was doing. So it could range from a five minute thing to a 60 minute thing. It it, it all counts towards something in that week. But I was just kind of chugging along and week after week, it was like 200 weeks, 201 weeks and so on and so forth. And I didn't really think much about it. But then I hopped on the Peloton the other day and realized that I had lost that streak. And at some point over the past few weeks, obviously life has just gotten crazy. I haven't been on that. I haven't remembered to put the tracker on outside, whatever the case may be. I just simply didn't do something during that week and the streak went away. So now it's a zero week streak. And what I was so surprised by and very pleased by was I was like, oh, 
oops, like I was very unfazed by it. And if you knew me probably three or four years ago, you would not have seen me react that way. Like I would have taken that extremely hard and been so angry at myself because that to me was a failure point or that would have been a failure point or that to me would have been progress lost. Um, And the fact that I was just like, oh, hmm, oops, and moved along really actually made me think in the after fact of I'm proud of myself for working through so much over the past couple years and really doing my best to heal the relationship I have with myself around that and not caring about that stuff anymore because it's not progress lost. I still have those 206 weeks done and now I'll just start a new one. And for all I know, I'll get one weekend and then won't do anything for three weeks, whatever. Um, but it's the same way that I now feel around something like closing the rings on the Apple Watch or getting your X number of steps a day because I used to hold myself so tightly to getting those things checked off. But then I also realized, like, who am I doing that for? Like, no one is looking at that. Like, I'm just doing it to tell myself I did it. I really had to like evaluate that part of the whole thing because I'm like, why do I actually care so much about this? Like, what does this make me a better person? No. Does it make me a more worthy person? No. Like, no one's going on here and saying like, "Mm, you only did one this week, you did five, whatever. Like, no one's doing that. It's kind of how I feel about um, pant sizing. And I've gone on this rant before where sizing is fake news. I mean, brands do not have their act together when (laughs) like doing the sizing of their jeans in particular, because I have sizes in my closet that range a very wide range and they all fit me. And it's just so dependent on brand by brand. But the one thing that I also tell some of my clients and I also tell myself is like, I have never walked into a business meeting and had someone say, before you sit down, you need to tell me what size pants you're wearing. No one has ever said that ever. No one will ever say that. Like no one knows what that tag says on the inside of your clothing. It's like the same thing with this. Like nobody was meticulously tracking me against it. Um, And there were years of my life where I would pace around my living room to hit a step goal or do whatever I needed to do to check those boxes off. And now I'm just like, carry on, Sarah, move along. Um, So I lost a 206 week streak on a Peloton, on the Peloton app. And I just don't really care about it. And to me, that's a huge win um, because this was not my mindset many, many moons ago or not even that many moons ago pretty recently, to be honest, (laughs) like three, four years ago, uh, I was a very different human being in terms of all this. But it's just how I view movement these days is just so very different than I used to think about it. And one thing that's been kind of fun for me is to make challenges around movement or wellness that actually have nothing to do with the workout itself, for example. So one thing that's been really fun for me as a challenge is trying to get Ronan involved with as many things as possible that I may be doing for myself. So more stroller walks, again, with the birds. Guys, it's really funny and really cute, but also so random. 
of like, Ronan, can we run from here to here to go see a bird? Like, so it's not even really about the workout. It's more so about involving him with those things because it's so fun to see him like learn and get excited and do X, Y, and Z. And when we're in the stroller, it's maybe like, oh, like we'll go over here and we'll talk about this tree or this plant or this bush or we'll see a dog and we'll stop and he loves dogs and making the challenge to be like, how can I involve him more versus like, how can I work out harder makes it more fun for me and more fun for him. And it's a great way to get us out of the house, especially this past few weeks when all of us were so cooped up and just taking turns being violently ill. Um, It's just a really great way to also get him outside. But kind of connecting things to not the workout themselves. And I recommend this frequently to a lot of my clients. Something that I love doing is also habit stacking. So making my walk, can you tell I've been going on a lot of walks lately, but not making the walk about the walk, but making the walk about learning something. So putting on a masterclass or a podcast or something that you want to learn more about and the focus of that time that you're doing that walk is listening, ingesting, learning something. And that's, that's a habit stack right there. So you want to learn about Venus fly traps. Okay. This has a purpose. I promise. I don't know. This was maybe like two months ago. Duke told me that he listened to a two hour podcast on Venus fly traps. And if you know Duke, this you're not surprised by this. If you don't know my husband, you're probably like, who are you married to? But anyway, he was like, I really wanted to learn about Venus fly traps. So, you know, if I wanted to learn about that, I could make the walk about learning about Venus fly traps versus just saying, I need to go out to do this one singular thing. You can kind of make it dual purposed because I am the queen of multitasking. Like, I love two birds, one stone whenever I can. Like, especially like, oh, the other day I went on a walk with Ronan in the stroller because we needed milk. So I walked him to the grocery store, grabbed the milk and brought it back. That's actually three birds, one stone because it was exercise. It was involving Ronan and it was completing a task. So those are just kind of the fun ways that I'm thinking about challenging myself these days um, because I'm so limited in my capacity. I really am. And I had to be pretty honest with myself about that the past couple of weeks because there are so many days I feel like I am surviving, not thriving. I just basically like survive. And at the end of the day, I get into bed and I'm like, what the F happened today? I don't know what happened. I don't know where all the time went, but I'm not well. Um, emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, I'm not doing great. So really holding on to simpler things this time of year as I'm coming into a challenging month for me, as I just have less time to do shit, as obviously we're probably not done with all the illnesses from this season. Good times. Um, Just waiting for the next call that someone is sick again. Um, So easing gently in, easing so, so gently in. And if I can get something that brings me joy done within a given day, that's a win. Even if it meant I lost a streak, who cares? Whatever. I just have to be so much more honest with myself about my capacity, which is fine. Anywho, that's about it that's going on here. We 
will be going full swing into like kind of craziness in the next few weeks. February is really, really busy for us, actually. There's like multiple trips. People are coming here. Family is visiting. Friends are visiting. We're going to Tucson. Like there's a lot going on. Um, So I always, there's that meme that's like being adult, being an adult is just saying that things will calm down next week and then not having them calm down until you die. And that's pretty much true. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that was it. I hope everyone is having a great start to this new year. Thank you for being here as always. Thank you for supporting the show, my business, everything. Some of you have been here since the first day that I started that Instagram account. And it is just wild to me, the progression and the turns and where this thing has taken and where it has changed. And some of you have really been there for the entire ride. And some of you I've made friends, you know, there's people have been on this podcast because I've met them essentially through the internet, which is the exact opposite of what our parents used to tell us not to do. Don't talk to strangers. But you know what? Some of you were strangers and now you're not. And some of you may be new friends. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you all so, so much. And let's see what this year brings us. All right. Bye. Love you. Thank you for tuning in to the Welcome to My 10 podcast. I hope you had as much fun listening as I do recording. I am so happy to have you here and see you next episode.